0: Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is now teaching us that all life is interconnected and interdependent. So, what you do to another person, you're literally Doing to another aspect of yourself, and science is now teaching this. It's actually not new science. This quantum physics has been around for over a hundred years, and that's the basis of oneness. Uh, what is called quantum entanglement is the basis of quantum physics. Um, also, spirituality and ancient wisdom has been teaching this universal truth of oneness for eons. So. Um, like I said, what you do to a person is literally what you are doing to yourself. And when mankind awakens to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is Helping Parents Heal with Elizabeth Boisson. And I hope that her name is French and I'm trying very hard to pronounce her name correctly. But Elizabeth, welcome. <laughs> to Awake to One, this and for our listeners, please pronounce your last name for our listeners.
1: You did a perfect job. It was, it's Elizabeth Boisson, but it was perfect when you pro- pronounced it. Oh. Thank you so much, Caroline.
0: Thank you. I did try. <laughs> Thank you so much. Elizabeth is the co-founder of helping, co- a president and co-founder of Helping Parents Heal, an amazing organization. I first learned about. I would say when I started on my show back in uh, March, April of 2015 is when I first learned of helping parents heal from another guest I had, Anne Pereira. So I hope I said her name correctly because she introduced me to the wonderful organization Helping Parents Heal. Please, Elizabeth. Share with, and I also want to let the um, um, audience know that Elizabeth has two children that have transitioned that are on the other side. Please, Elizabeth, share with our listeners your journey.
1: I would love to. Thank you, Caroline. And that's a beautiful, beautiful introduction. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm very grateful to be here <clears throat> I have a frog in my throat, but i wanted to i wanted to first say that um i I'm very excited because of the fact that when we talked about uh my speaking on this radio uh show or the zoom show i um I was really impressed with the fact that you i i said i'm terribly sorry I know that you're also a bereaved parent and that you told me. I never call myself bereaved. I don't feel bereaved. That's not something that applies to me. And I thought, what a wonderful way to be because I don't either. But um, it's very hard because I don't think that there's been any terminology to explain what bereaved is in a way that really applies to us who know that our kids are happy and healthy on the other side. And so This led to a conversation with Irene Vuvulidis, who is our conference head, as well as with Suzanne Giesman. She meditated about this, and I don't know if you've heard this story, but she created the term Shining Light Parents to replace bereaved parents and wrote a beautiful article about Shining Light Parents. It's something that, Um, I feel truly explains the way that we are now, because um, once we do realize that our kids are with us every step of the way, they're the ones who are shining the light and who are allowing us to move forward and to heal. And not only that, but they are so proud of everything that we do. So that was, that was an inspiration for me to have you say, I don't call myself bereaved because I think that in this community, which I wouldn't say is a bereaved community, I think that we are a little different because um, we go a step beyond normal grief uh, groups because we uh, talk about a connection that we have with our kids in the afterlife. Mm -hmm. And we also know that they're with us every step of the way. But um, my journey started a very long time ago. I, uh, in 1991, I was in France, and I had already had my first son, Morgan, and I had a really, really difficult pregnancy. And I was in the hospital for two months under IV to keep from having contractions. And I finally ended up having my daughter, Chelsea. I couldn't keep her any longer. And so um, I ended up giving birth to Chelsea. She survived for two days and then passed away. She was on a ventilator because her her lungs were crushed. And um, the one saving grace from that experience was that I was so excited to get home to Morgan. I'd been away from Morgan for two months. It was impossible for him to spend very much time at the hospital. Uh, He was living with my mother-in-law in in the south of France. And so I got home to him, and he really helped me find my way and heal. But um, that experience, the experience of already having a child pass, way back in 1991, I think prepared me for when Morgan actually ended up passing at the base camp of Mount Everest in 2009. He was on a student trip. He went with the University of Arizona. He was there with 13 other students, and they went up in altitude much too quickly, and um... He went to bed early that night because he had a terrible migraine. All of the kids were so disoriented. They didn't realize that any of these, these things that were happening were symptoms of altitude sickness. And at 9 o'clock the next morning, they tried to wake him up to get him into the bus to go back down. And at that time, unfortunately, they couldn't wake him up, and they loaded him onto the bus he was six foot six and 280 pounds, so it was a huge job for these 13 students. Yes, yes. And they got him on the bus and then he stopped breathing. First, he was unconscious, then, he stopped breathing. So, they took him outside of the bus and they were trying to do CPR. None of these kids really knew how to do CPR, but they were just doing their best. Um, <clears throat> I was very fortunate at the time because. The director of the program um, called me and told me that he had the cell phone number of Morgan's roommate who was there with him. I didn't know how bad it was at the time, but I said, Please give me his cell phone number. I would love to call him. I called Colin, and Colin told me, Miss Wesson, I have bad news. I don't think he's going to survive. And I immediately said, Please put the phone up to his ear. And when he did, um, I told him that we loved him, that we were proud of him, and not to be afraid. And right when I did that, I felt him hug me from the inside. And at that moment, although I wasn't religious, I was very spiritual at the time. I wasn't at all religious. My whole life changed because it was—it was almost instantaneous. I realized. That love lives forever. Yes. And I realized that this isn't it, and I realized uh, I could feel him want us to be happy. That was something that was just an overriding feeling, that it was one of joy and happiness. And so my kids, my husband, were totally devastated. They, they hadn't had the same experience that I did. Right. But I, I explained to them that we had to move forward and we had to live our lives in in his honor. And I don't know if you all can see his picture. This is this is oh, Morgan. Um, oh. He's so, beautiful. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I, so um,
0: honestly when you said that he's six he was six six, my Kyle was six two and I'm I'm five one and a half.
1: oh wow he was a lot taller yes he is a lot
0: taller and whenever people would see us together they would um they would say how did that come out of that
1: (laughs) that was the same way for me I agree and and it was wonderful I I was so proud of the fact that he was not only very tall but everyone called him a gentle giant they actually (laughs) nicknamed him Big Bear.
0: Those exact that words. That
1: was like Kyle, too. Yes. Yeah.
0: Exact words well, in Kyle's obituary. The exact words, gentle giant. And I know that Morgan and Danny and Kyle are together right now. I just
1: know. Of course they are. Yes, yes. yes. Kyle and, and I'm sure they have very similar personalities. Yes, and, yes. You know, for me, uh, because this happened, um I started looking for grief groups that bereavement groups that would talk about this connection that I felt with Morgan, because it wasn't just the connection that I felt with the um, hugging me from the inside and the fact that I kind of felt this, this buoyancy every time that I would think about him, I would, I would start to feel happy instead of sad. But I thought, wow, this must be something that happens to all parents when their children pass. But unfortunately, the grief, the bereavement groups that I found in our area didn't concentrate on that at all. And they didn't want to talk about any of the spiritual aspect of healing. Mm -hmm. And so it was hard for me because I kept. I kept going to the meetings and coming out of the meetings feeling sadder than when I went to the meetings. Yes. Yes. And so I decided that, um, first of all, I started the Facebook group about a week after, after he transitioned to meet other parents in the same situation. And then I started having meetings um, that January. It was in October. In January, monthly meetings. And the first meeting that I had was with um, the co founder of Helping Parents Heal. He ended up co founding this group with me two years later, um, Mark Ireland, who had his son, Brandon, transition at, on a mountain as well. So it was kind of a serendipitous occurrence that I would hook up with someone who. Uh, had almost the same thing happen. I think I've only met one other person in this whole grief journey in the, I guess, 10,000 kids that I know of now who had their child transition on a mountain the way that Morgan did. But all of this transpired because of the fact that a couple of weeks after Morgan passed, Um, I had been doing yoga twice a day at a yoga studio um, before Morgan passed. And I think that that also really helped me um, when he transitioned. But um, there was a psychic medium who went to the studio to see about renting a room there. But the person who owned the studio was very... um, down to earth. She didn't believe in any of this metaphysical afterlife type of stuff. So it was very unusual that she would have had someone come to inquire about a room. The psychic medium who's now a really close friend of mine, Suzanne Wilson, had never in a million years thought about renting a room either. But I think it was all a setup by Morgan because what ended up happening is that Uh, She went there, and Angie, the owner of the studio, said, well, how can I test you and see if you know anything about mediumship? And Suzanne said, well, do you have a picture that I could read? And I had just sent a Christmas card, and this isn't the Christmas card, but this is the picture that was on the front of it. It was of my three children here at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And so – She started reading the picture, and she said that she saw Morgan laying on a mountaintop, and she saw a bunch of people around him. She saw a band of brothers. He was there with his two roommates who actually turned out to be extremely important in our lives after. Um, She saw him shouting through a megaphone. That he was okay, mm-hmm. and this is his University of Arizona megaphone. I'm not yeah. sure if you can see it. Yes, I but see. But it was part of our it was part of our service. He was a cheerleader at the University of Arizona, so that was extremely significant that she would talk about a megaphone. But one of the most amazing things that happened is that she said that one of the boys would bring bra- back a rock. From the place that Morgan passed in Tibet. And actually, Colin, when he came back, brought this rock. Suzanne had drawn it exactly the same way that this rock looks. So, this was a month later that we got this rock. Wow. But anyway, I had never seen a medium before this, I had never gone to see a psychic medium. So, to um, have this happen, And not even be there. That was kind of an amazing thing because of the fact that she couldn't read my expressions because I wasn't there. Right. And she was still, everything that she said was exactly right. Yes. So I was telling this story about Suzanne because she was doing a workshop uh, a week before... I finally was able to have her come and do a reading because I tried to get a reading right away. It took two months to be able to have her come, but she had met Mark Ireland. Mm -hmm. She brought a copy of his book that he signed for me. So we got together because of that, which was wonderful. Yes. So anyway, all of this led to an awareness that first of all, love never dies. Second of all, that, unfortunately, most, most of the Greek groups that existed at the time did not, did not um, promote that. I, I think that probably there were people in the groups themselves that believed it, but no one was promoting this and allowing parents to be able to understand that by having a connection with their children that they would be able to heal and i truly truly believe that it is possible to heal from the passing of a child and i think that it's not only because of the fact that love never dies but i also believe that it's because of the fact that our kids help us so much to heal and if we're able to feel the love that they're sending us and the way that they're lifting us up and understand the fact that they're working together. They work so hard. They go to class to try to figure out how to communicate with us because we're so hard-headed. <laughs> there, are so many, there are so many things that parents do to try to poo-poo the things, the signs that their kids are sending, the validations. And there are so many different validations that kids send. And sometimes they are just impossible to refute. But parents always find a way to say, well, I'm sure that was just a coincidence. Nothing's a coincidence. Everything is laid out the way that it's supposed to be.
0: Yes, yes, that's so true. Everything is in perfect divine timing and it's so amazing that you had that experience that you had when when um oh goodness why did that just one of those your son his name
1: morgan Mm -hmm. morgan
0: morgan for some reason the name morgan just popped out of my head i'm so sorry it's so (laughs) amazing that you had that experience when morgan transitioned because it wasn't like with me um i had an experience three years before or two and a half years to be technical um before kyle transitioned where doctors told me he wasn't going to live which and and yeah. he, i still had him for two and a half more years so from the miracle i experienced um in 2011 december which i said is a, uh, my um I had a miracle on 24th Street, <laughs> uh, my, 34th Street, my miracle on 34th Street Christmas of 2011 because the hospital was located on 34th Street in Philadelphia. And that's when doctors told me he wasn't going to live and he lived. I brought him home two weeks oh. later after doctors told me. And so because of that miracle, I, I, I held in my heart and I, I was so thankful for that miracle. So when he did transition two and a half years later, I was completely at peace because I was still thanking God for that miracle. And I said, God, I, I'm not gonna take that. Nothing can take that miracle away from me. And even, and, and I know, and I was reading Robert Schwartz's books at the time, Your Soul's Plan and Your Soul's Gift. And I was reading those two books. The last month of his life, I was in his ICU, unit and I was reading those books and I knew if, God, if, if Kyle transitioned, it was his soul's choice. And not only was it a ch- soul's choice, it was a soul agreement that he and I had before I came you, in. because yeah. Yes, it was a soul agreement. And so I had to honor, I had to honor his soul's choice. I had to honor his soul, our soul agreement. And yes. I was completely yeah. at peace. When he actually transitioned but i had that i had time so for you to to feel that hug from within from him and with no preparation is amazing you know that's it's so amazing
1: yes it was amazing and i think that the preparation that i had was the passing of chelsea beforehand because i had already started on this chief grief journey but i also i also believe that The fact that I had been doing yoga twice a day right before this happened for about two years really helped me to um, feel him. And that's the reason that I now give uh, courses or classes in yoga for healing grief. I went back and got my yoga teacher training, and I love doing that. And I feel that um, when you can heal yourself physiologically and and mentally as well um it it makes you be able to move forward a lot more quickly and i'm i'm a hundred percent convinced that the yoga that i'm doing is 90 percent responsible for the healing that i have but um i i really believe that um the most important thing for parents to understand is that this is something that's open to everyone. It's not just certain people who have their kids coming and sending validations and surrounding them with love and being a part of their lives. It's something that every child, um, they're trying to communicate with us just as hard as we're trying to communicate with them on this side, and, and I, from what I understand, they take classes to learn how to do this, as I said, because we are hard-headed. <laughs> I think that um, obviously they're much more open to every single effort that we're doing for them and a lot of times, um, it, take, it takes several years for parents to finally get to the place where they understand and maybe start on a path of meditation, start on a path of of learning the different ways that we can communicate with them. Yes. But it's always wonderful to see that happen. Oh,
0: yes. Yes, it is. Because... It is, it is, it really, when
1: you know
0: that your child is with you, and you know your child, because I've only had one reading um, with another Suzanne that we both know, I've only had yes. one mediumship reading, and that was with Suzanne Giesman and that was on Kyle's birthday last year, huh. and from That's that, wonderful. Reading, that reading was so amazing, because Kyle, and I know, this is, this is just like Kyle. Kyle was trying to literally talk through Suzanne's computer. We were on Zoom, just like we are now. And it was, I have to, I don't know if I sent it to you, but I have to send it to you. So you have to listen to the session because as soon as um, Suzanne invited Kyle in, there was this pushing sound that I could not hear when it was going, when we, when we were recording live, I couldn't hear a thing. And, but you can hear it on the tape. And, I mean, this huge wishing sound, because I know Kyle. <laughs> he was saying, I don't want to talk to you, Suzanne. I want to talk to my mom myself, <laughs> you know. So he was really, really, which I had never heard of EVP um, before yes,
1: that. Yes, yes, I, I was going to say, that's EVP, yeah.
0: Yes, I know. But we actually, there's a point in the tape where you could actually hear his voice. You can't make out what he's saying, but you can actually hear his voice. And even he even my little Coco who transitioned in two thousand and seven, Coco um Kyle was holding Coco. You could I mean it's clearly you can hear a dog's bark. And there is no I have not had a dog since Coco. So there's no dog in my house. And I know Suzanne has dogs, but it wasn't her dog. It was you can, she said you she said a white dog. He's before you Heard the barking. She mentioned the little white dog, which is my little Coco, and you could clearly hear. Her. So you could, you, we got on tape. We got Kyle's voice and my Coco's. And Coco. <laughs> yeah, and Coco. So that was so so amazing. And the wonderful thing I just shared with you before the, we started recording, I just had I just met Suzanne in person this past weekend. She was here in Pennsylvania doing a weekend workshop, and it was just. The whole workshop was amazing. She taught me, you know, more ways that I can tune in. I know Kyle is with me. I know that he's very proud of what I'm doing with the show. Actually, he's proud and surprised. <laughs> he's like, wow, man. I'm all um, I'm surprised. Like, he's proud and surprised.
1: Um, but no, he's he, helping you with it. His, yes. his personality, his outgoingness, I'm sure, is helping yes. you with what you're doing, which yes. is wonderful he says he's speaking my of, he says he's of my course co-host. he is of course he is <laughs> yes. and Coco's helping too yes but, <laughs> yes. but you know with the speaking of suzanne i just wanted to say as well that um she's going to be publishing a book which is called still right here and she might have said something about it this weekend yes. um but it's very exciting it's it's still right here a story, a true story of hope and healing. And um, I was really fortunate to go on this trip with her on the catamaran. There were four couples, and at the same time, we also had all of our kids. So we had Morgan and Chelsea, and then we had three other children Carly, Susan, and Devin. Yes. And we felt them with us the whole time that we were. That we were sailing, and um, the the story that she writes explains how they participate in everything that we do, and it's beautifully written. She's she's an incredible uh, writer in the first place, but she's created a Facebook page for it, which is just still right here. So if anybody's interested in going to that and finding out more about the book, it's going to be coming out before December, and I'm very very honored to be a part of that so anyway yes well, yeah. did, not only did she share
0: that she is coming on when it's released when it's published so it might be a little because the, the the time frame she gave me was january or february so the publishing date might have been pushed back a little bit but it's when it's released she will be here on the way to win this radio
1: that's wonderful. I'm very excited about it. I'm sure that it'll be a lot of fun to listen to her. But um so so Suzanne is doing a lot of wonderful initiatives, obviously with the Shining Light parents, <clears throat> as well as as writing this incredible book. And I feel very fortunate because um I think that what she's doing and um there, there are a few people in this field who are doing the same thing is raising the vibration in terms of the way that we are, first of all, raising our energy so that we are happier and healthier, but also allowing us to connect with our kids. And one of the main things that she stresses is that she wasn't a psychic medium, when she started out something that was totally different from being a psychic medium she was a naval commander and her husband was as well and so she doesn't come from this background at all Uh, and I must say I don't either I don't come from I um I I, as I say I've always been spiritual I've never been. Religious, or uh, I never, you know, attended church regularly or anything like that. But the the change that came over me when Morgan transitioned was just amazing. And for me now, my life is spent understanding that this is school for us, and that our kids are home, and so everything that we do here um, helps with what's going to happen later on and the the most exciting day of my life is not not that I want to transition but I, know. I understand what you're saying to hug every single one of those kids. I mean there are ten thousand 10,000 kids in our group right now, and I can just see all of them up there. Yes. I know all of them by name. I can't wait to be able to hug each one of them. Yes. And um, one, once you know that this isn't it, and this is kind of actually like a play that we're, that we're just performing, for now. And it's
0: and a play. And the important thing, Elizabeth, it is a play, a movie of our own creation. See, I think these yeah. are two, two important points, two very important point, points I'd love to share for, pa- especially parents, but everyone to understand that. this is a play of our own creation it's not real (laughs) love is real and life is eternal there is no such thing as death there's just transition but it's eternal life is eternal so when you know no no not just believe because no know in your heart life is eternal and know that this is a play of your own creation nobody's doing anything to you every it's a soul agreement you and your child had that soul agreement and now you're just honoring that agreement and what your child that's on the other side knows now okay we made this agreement i want you to shine mom i want you to shine dad you know i don't want you because i can't like you said i can't communicate with you i can't reach you the child is saying i can't reach you if you're at that low vibration, I'm trying, I'm trying to reach you, but you can't hear me. If you're at that low vibration, when you raise your vibration, mm-hmm. I can come and meet you. I can, you know, you can hear me. And when you know, in your heart, it's not for me, it's not a belief. It's a knowing. I know yeah. that Kyle is right here. I don't, uh, Suzanne told me he stands over one shoulder. I forget which one but <laughs> when I do the show. So he's right here. and. And I'm just, my heart is just full of joy, you know? And yeah. when a parent can go from that, <clears throat> that grief to joy, it's just, it's, it's so, it's words cannot express.
1: Yes. I feel the same way. And every morning when I wake up, I feel enormous gratitude that washes over me. And I think that that is not only the fact that I'm excited about what I'm going to be doing with the group in the, during the day, but more importantly, I believe that we spend a lot of time with them at night. We don't necessarily remember the dreams of what, we've, what we were doing with them. Yes. But I think that um, it's very easy for us to to spend time with them. Ever since Morgan passed, and I'm sure this is the same way with Kyle, I have one foot here and mm-hmm. one foot over there. Yes. And it's wonderful because – having him transition allowed me to realize that this isn't it this is this is just a small part a tiny part tiny. it's so tiny <laughs> of the whole picture and you're right about the play about what you're you know the the most important thing to realize is that the harder whatever we're going through the more we're learning and so if, we aren't, if we're not coasting along and we have a perfect life and we have the perfect family the way that both of us did before our kids passed, then we're not learning anything. And we're not, we're not improving. We're not learning compassion. We're not able to help anyone else because <clears throat> unless you've gone through trials and tribulations in your life, you can't do anything to reach out to other people and help them in what they're doing. So um, it's very useful.
0: Yes. I say to that, all of, like I said, we write, we are the director, the writer, the producer of this play. And we, every challenge every trial and tribulation that we go through we plan them before we come into this incarnation and we plan them sometimes we have guides on the other side and says are you sure you can handle all that and before we get here like it's a piece of cake and we do know in spirit it's a piece of cake because we know like you say it's just a fleet it's a lifetime here even if he lived to 150 a lifetime here is it's like a blink of the eye and it's not real. Yeah. It's just a play. It's just like, like now they have these, um, what do you call these? Virtual video games that like you. Reality. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the virtual, yeah. Virtual reality. That's what this is. It's a, yeah. I love the name I use for it now, which is a holographic, uh, multi, the holographic multidimensional mirror. That's all the outer yeah. world is that's all it is. It's not real. There's nothing truly solid. And I learned that my seventh grade science teacher, when we were studying molecules and atoms, so this is not even quantum physics, I'm talking Newtonian um, physics. When When I was learning about atoms and molecules in seventh grade, my science teacher said, there's nothing truly solid right there science no we yeah. are living in a solid world we are living in a uh what do you call it Um uh, virtual video game it's a virtual video yes game. we are and when we, we are to that truth when we understand okay i created this this is something i a challenge i was like okay i wouldn't be experiencing it if i didn't choose it
1: so nobody's doing again. Cool. nobody's doing it to did us. you um Did Suzanne, when she was speaking, say that whenever something difficult happens, she likes to say, isn't that interesting? Mm. Because you just look at it, you take a step back and say, isn't that interesting? She actually has bumper stickers and things like that. I think that's a perfect way of looking at everything that happens that isn't, isn't going to plan, obviously. Right. But... there there must be a reason for it and we find out what the reason for it you know when one door closes another one opens always and we're always working towards having that I guess better karma um by helping people and by by doing things that are helping the world as well and so as much as we can yes but um I, I was just going to ask if I could quickly say something about our conference i don't want oh, i, I don 't want to say too much please. about it, but I just want to let people know that it 's coming up yeah. it's, now, uh, before before you do that,
0: please share how people can find you, especially parents Yes
1: please okay, share. definitely so um, we have a Facebook site helping parents heal we have probably 15 more of different affiliates that are around the country and in the UK and Canada. Um, Not all of our affiliates have the Facebook pages, but um, the Facebook pages make it a little easier to get in contact with the different affiliate leaders. Uh All of the affiliate leaders are listed on our website as well. And our website is HelpingParentsHeal.org. So it's just um, the name of the organization and then .org. And um, we're going to have this conference, which is our first annual conference from the 13th to the 15th of April. We're really excited about it. We have uh, 235 parents who have signed up already and we have 25 incredible speakers coming to be a part of the, of the conference, including George Anderson, who will be coming from New York City. Um, we have Suzanne Giesman, Suzanne Wilson, who is an incredible psychic medium as well. They're, they're all doing keynote speeches. Uh, George Anderson will be doing a two-hour, not only um, talking about how to connect with our kids, he's going to be doing a gallery reading for an hour as well, which is kind of a big deal for for George Anderson. And then we have Gary Schwartz, we have Mark Pitstick, we have um, we have uh, Bill Guggenheim, we have I mean the Roberta Grimes. We have so many different people who are going to be coming and speaking during the conference, as well as energy healers from Australia. We have David Router, but all of the people who are going to be coming, we have a lot of psychic mediums who are going to be specifically teaching how to connect with our kids because um, most of the psychic mediums that I know these days have shifted from just giving um, mediumship readings to being able to teach parents how to tap into their own powers. And I would say that for parents and for siblings, it's, it's much easier to be able to start connecting with people on the other side than it is for anyone else. Yes. And it's something that we're much more motivated to, to do as well. Melinda Kushner is going to be coming from California. She's also an incredible psychic medium. We have Nicole Riley from, uh, from Louisiana. We have. Um, I'm going to miss people as I'm talking right now. But all of the people who are coming to the conference are on the bottom of our conference uh, uh, page, which is on our website every single... Uh, At the bottom of every page, there's a link to the conference so people can read about all of the presenters and then also find out about the uh, different workshops that they're doing. So anyway, we would we would love for anyone who wants to come to be a part of it. But more importantly, I wanted to just um, let everybody know that Irene Vuvulidis, who is our Hilton Head Affiliate Leader, is also our conference chair, and so people can get in touch with her if they're interested in finding out more information. And if I can just spell out her email, is that sure. okay? So sure, of course, it's yeah. I, I will believe so it's I and then B O U V A L I D E S at AOL.com.
0: Awesome. Or it's actually
1: Irene at helpingparentsheal.org, so that's maybe easier. Well,
0: you know, <laughs> that's what? probably I'll, easier. To help, help people find all those links, I'll have them in the description of this video. All the
1: links will That'd be That'd be, cool. be wonderful. Yes. So, awesome. the, the theme of the, of the conference is healing and connecting. And so, one of the most important things about helping parents heal is that it goes a step beyond the other bereavement groups in that we believe that the connection that we feel with our children can help us heal and will ultimately allow us to heal. And I think that for so many years and through so many other bereavement groups, people people have always said, you go through your life, um, maybe getting a little bit better, but you're never going to heal from the passing of a child. And I want people to understand that it is 100% possible to heal from the passing of a child. But more importantly, much more importantly, that they want us to. And I think that there's a huge problem with guilt that exists for parents because they feel that because of the fact that their kids aren't experiencing the things that they're doing if they're going to Disneyland their child is no longer with them or if they're going to um, you know they're going to some wedding or a um, special event they always feel sad because they're not there but um, I feel that it's very important especially with the holidays coming up with Thanksgiving coming up and all of the holidays coming up in December as well it's very important to always acknowledge that our kids are with us because they are and so if you can if you have enough room it's always nice to have a place setting for your son or daughter that's and if like... it's not that's a, and then with the picture on the pl- a picture of your son or daughter on the plate if uh-huh. that's not possible and if it bothers the other family members just to be able to raise your glasses at the beginning of the meal and do a toast to your son or daughter, I know that they feel it and they know that you're doing it. Um, at, uh, you know during the holidays, any type of uh, holiday card that you're sending for us for the past eight years, um, I've sent out a card with a picture of my three. Uh, of my two daughters, my husband and I on the front of it. And on the inside, I have an old Christmas card with Morgan in it. And I always talk about Morgan in the letter that I send out. And I ask people to remember him in their prayers. And I think that just being able to constantly remember that they're with us, not, not to be I think sometimes people think, oh, gosh, they just don't get over. They don't get over the, the death of their child. This is ridiculous. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with moving forward, but hand in hand with our children. And that's so important. So, and I'm sure you feel the same way with Kyle. I'm sure you do the same thing. Yeah, well, last
0: year on his birthday, Kyle was born November 24th. And on his birthday was Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day. And I know, isn't Morgan's birthday similar near? The 23rd, the 23rd of November. Well, see, so it's sometimes Thanksgiving too. Morgan's birthday is Thanksgiving this year kyle's birthday yeah, was is. thanksgiving last year yes yeah. and that's that's the day i had the reading on thanksgiving day and i felt I that's said, wonderful i said this Susan, i said wait a second i don't want to pull you away from your family on thanksgiving but sanaya had already told her didn't give my name but before she got my email because i how it how the reading came about i knew i wanted suzanne Geisman to do my reading and about a week before thanksgiving last year i emailed suzanne and just said kyle's on my mind because next week's his birthday thanksgiving day and she emailed me right back and said let's do a reading on his birthday i said but suzanne it's thanksgiving day i don't want to pull you away from your family he said to me her guide sanaya had already told her before she got my email that she was supposed to do a reading for a mother whose son has transitioned on that day. She didn't know it was me, but she already was
1: told she's supposed to do that reading. So it That's was, wonderful. Yeah. And Sanaya is um, definitely, you can't say no to Sanaya. <laughs> 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 they they are all wise and all powerful. So that's yeah. wonderful. I'm so glad to hear that. That's, yeah. you know, that yeah. I, um, I've heard so many stories of her doing readings for people even when they weren't scheduled just because of the fact that she knew that she had to do it, which is just so kind of her. She's, she's really devoted her life to being a beacon of hope for all of us parents, which is wonderful.
0: So true. But
1: you have too. And I'm so thankful that you have this show. Oh,
0: thank you. It's and just- it is it's my You know, Spirit woke me up. I can tell you the day and the time. It was January 7th, 2015 at one thirty in the morning. Spirit woke me up and said, just do it. And the just do it, because I, I was thinking about <laughs> oh, do I do like a, a internet radio show. I didn't even know what the word podcast meant at the time. <laughs> and I just got up in the middle of the night and Googled, well, how do I do an internet radio show? And from there, it's just, you know, but it's just following spirit. And I know every time I do a show, every time I just, I'm I'm dedicated to this work of helping the world awaken to the truth of who we all are, which are divine aspects of God. That never dies. We're never separated from God. We're never separated from our kids, whether here or on the other side. They're always with us. We're all all connected, and when mankind awakens wow. to that truth, it will happen. It's coming. <laughs> it
1: will happen. And you know the the most important thing um, that I that I love about this whole journey that I've understood is that all of our kids are together, and they're all like our biggest cheerleaders. So every time that I connect with someone like you, I know that Kyle and Morgan are together and Chelsea. And when I connect with Suzanne, I know that he's with Susan. And and the reason that I know that is because our kids are the ones who are connecting us. They're the ones who are bringing us together, which is wonderful
0: so true Ah, this is so wonderful yes (laughs) so yes and i am now it's april what is the date again on the conference because i have to be there
1: yes well it's april 13th through 15th and so it'll start on friday afternoon and it goes through sunday at um at one o'clock and as i say the The speakers who are coming are amazing because they are actually donating their time. They're going to be um, giving their time to be able to do this. Um, I I haven't mentioned, let's see, Tom Zuba, uh, Paula Stevens. um, There are just so many of them. Judy Hancocks, who who deals with post-traumatic stress and and, uh, ways of overcoming it. But everyone is going to be speaking specifically about how to heal and how to connect. And I, I think that um, there haven't been a lot of conferences that do specifically that and give parents hope that it is possible to heal. And there's no reason that people can't heal. I'll be doing yoga healing grief and actually i'm going to be doing a gentle yoga for healing grief class on um, a zoom conference meeting in a couple days which i'm excited about it's for helping parents heal online we and by the way just to let you know uh helping parents heal has affiliates that are physical affiliates throughout the united states and then in the uk and in canada but we also have a fabulous online group that holds meetings about four times a month. And those groups, um, they have James Van Prague, they have Tom Zuba who's gonna be coming up, they have Suzanne Giesman, they have Suzanne Wilson, they have uh, Mark Pitstick, they have um, they, uh, Roberta Grimes, they have all of these different incredible speakers Who speak to a group of parents and then take questions and um, it allows people who don't have a physical group in their city or close to them Mm -hmm. to be able to be a part of the conversation but you don't have to um, be someone who's in a place where there aren't any affiliates you could be anyone I, I attend all of them because they're all amazing And we have one tonight, as a matter of fact. Um, And so it's very easy to join. There's just a link. It's the same way that you do as well. So if parents are interested in being a part of those, they go for an hour and a half, and they usually start at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So it's 5 o'clock Pacific Time and 6 o'clock Mountain Time. And then sometimes people over in the UK join, but we usually try to put those meetings a little bit earlier in the afternoon because of the time difference. So um, Now, can you share I mean, where there are physical locations? Like I'm in... I'm in Plen- yes, yes. Okay. I can, um, yes. but um, they're on my website. And I don't know okay. if I go to my website, would I go I, well, uh, on want- the Zoom? Um, if you just, um,
0: make your zoom smaller, um, don't shut out a soon, please. But it's, did I just, can, you did can, I have, just shut out. No, don't, don't shut
1: out. Just, um, okay. I didn't shut out. Okay. I'm, I'm going right now. Okay. So I'm going to quickly tell you the states that they're in okay. and maybe the cities as well. If that's, um, because yes, that it's be easy. That's great. On the. But on the HelpingParentsHeal.org site, you can actually go there uh, as well. We also have a group called Helping Siblings Heal that's just started. We had our first meeting, and that's a wonderful thing. It's for siblings who have had their, their brothers or sisters transition, and um, it's, it's a wonderful way for them to be able to connect and to heal as well. I don't know why my computer is kind of frozen as I'm trying to do this, that's but um, okay, here we go. It,
0: you know what, it's just a slow, it's your, your computer is slower because you're connecting on zoom right now. And zoom uses. Oh, the okay. With,
1: so that's all. <laughs> I'm a well, I'm a little I'm, techie. I'm a techie. So. You're you're very good at, at telling these, these things, obviously. Um while I'm on this page though, because I can't get off of it, I'm just going to go through a few of the other presenters. So um okay. I already said Gary Schwartz, Bill Guggenheim, Mark Pittstick, uh Mark Ireland, who I had spoken about earlier, Roberta Grimes. Ernie Jackson, who is actually one of our board members, and he's written two books uh, about his son, um, as well as Jake Samoyedny, who is the compassionate medium. Mm-hmm. And um, now it's saying that it is not working. Well, you know experience. what?
0: Wait a second. I have two computers. So I'm going to try to help you out here. I am going – now, where, where do you want me to go? I'm on your website. It's
1: I'm I'm helpingparentsheal.org. I'm there. And then if you go to the tab that says groups.
0: Okay, the tab that says groups. I see. Okay, now. And
1: then go to helping parents heal, not none of the other ones. Um, Okay. I just clicked. We also. Okay, so then it'll show you the different states and the countries that we um, that we are in right now. Uh, okay. If you see that, if okay. you click on those, oh, okay, sometimes there are several, several locations in each state. And each, um, let me do this, let me read off the states. I'm looking right at it
0: on okay, a good. separate computer. <laughs> okay, the states that I see are Arizona, Arkansas. California, Florida, Hawaii, Idaho, uh, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Montana, New Hampshire, New York, North Carolina, Ohio, Oregon, South Carolina, Texas, Virginia, Washington, Washington, D.C., and Wisconsin. Those are... And internationally... Canada and the UK. So those are right. that's where. So yes, like you said the best place for parents to go is to the website um helpingparentsheal.org look for groups and I see Pennsylvania is not on there. So. No, <laughs> so
1: Pennsylvania is not on there. Yes. So it, it would be necessary to join us on an online meeting until we get an affiliate leader there. And all of our affiliate leaders, just to let you know, I think similar to the Compassionate Friends, for instance, they're all bereaved parents, which mm-hmm. is wonderful. And so and some of the... We're going to start to change that word. <laughs> and you
0: know, I got I, I want to share with the listeners, like the first conversation I had with Elizabeth and when she was, was saying the word "breathe," I was literally Googling it because I was like, okay, I know I kind of know what the word means, but I wanna read what Webster says, Beree, because I was like I, uh, I am not bereaved at all. Yeah. So, and they're not, yes. And so I, because also, I also, I know from a spiritual standpoint, our words have power. So I yes. don't, yes. So I don't use that word bereaved at all. And when people, when I tell people, I have a son on the other side, um, people will say, oh, I'm so sorry. That's their first reaction. And I'm like, no, it's all good. Nothing to be sorry about. He's right here. He's fine. <laughs> you yeah, know, he's fine. It's all good. It's all good. I, don't, I yeah, do I yeah. People might look at me and say she's crazy, but this is from my heart. You know, it's it's no pretense here. It's from. They, my might, heart.
1: they might say that you're crazy for a very short time until they start understanding, and I think that as it as it becomes a part of the vernacular. People will start saying, for instance, shining light parents more and more, which is such a wonderful thing because um, I think that one thing about the shining light parent designation is that I don't think everybody starts out as a shining light parent. I think that sometimes people don't necessarily understand that they're connected and that their kids are fine on the other side. And um, it's, almost, it's almost like a graduation process where you, um, where you go through uh, the different stages of understanding and then, you, and then you tell yourself, okay, I'm now a shining light.
0: Well, with me, honestly, I believe um, there was a, I don't know exactly. I was actually unconscious in, in December 2011 for two days because I had tried to take my own life when um Mm -hmm. i was told by doctors that kyle wasn't going to make it and i wrote a suicide note the is i'm not going to bury my son my son is going to bury me i wrote that note and i don't know what happened i don't remember but i i feel somehow that kyle and i kyle was on life support I was unconscious. I feel somehow we, we met up there. It's like, Ma, remember we had this agreement. You can't go. You got to stay here. The agreement is for me to go and for you to stay, but I see you need a little more time. So I'll give you two and a half more years to get it. To me. You know, to I'm serious. I don't oh. remember any of that, but I was blessed with that miracle. So when Kyle did transition, I was that shining light parent. I never yes. went through yes. I never went through a bereavement stage at all. I knew Kyle was fine. I know he's with me, but I was blessed. So and I know not every yes. parent has that experience. So I was blessed well, an extra two and a half years.
1: So. I I was also very blessed because I I had that experience immediately and that was very Fortunate but I think that the reason that that happened for me was because of the fact that if it hadn't happened I wouldn't have started this group immediately exactly. and um, I, I never expect anyone to feel the same way that I feel immediately because yes. it's not necessarily In the life path of everyone exactly, but I do believe that it's available and accessible to everyone and yes. um we just have to be able to maybe change the, all of the belief system that we've been brought up with, which Suzanne talks about too this belief system that's been funneled into our heads for such yes. a long time.
0: And you know what she calls the belief system?
1: Yes, I didn't want to say it because it's BS. a kind of bad word. I, I just came
0: <laughs> from the workshop. So I have to share. Yes. <laughs> be- yes. Bel- so
1: that yes that we that we are yes that we've been filled filling our heads ever since we were little kids and you know when we come into this world we don't have any of that we're we're completely open to everything that we're talking about right now and as a matter of fact kids are incredibly psychic and they and they sense spirit and they um and they're excited about being able to converse with people on the other side and then we make sure that they that they stop that so exactly um,
0: like yeah okay there's
1: something wrong with you let me take you to a string so
0: (laughs) stop yes yes Yes.
1: no it's so so true yes no but but i but i definitely think that for you to Already be where you were when Kyle transitioned is a very rare thing, and it's it's rare and wonderful, especially at the time that it happened because um, that was a while ago. Um, I think that now people are starting to come uh, become much more aware that this is something. As you say there's a spiritual awakening I think that this is happening at all levels and it's very exciting and I think that part of it start, started back at the time of the Mayan calendar in yes. 2012 when yes. that switch was supposed to happen and the end of the world was supposed to happen yes. I think that we went from a male-dominated society to a more female dominated society and i think that we've started um having those influences of more love and kindness and um and compassion that have entered into what we're doing yes so it can only get better right
0: (laughs) yes well from my my understanding that my encounter in was just the beginning because every we know There's nothing, there's only eternal life. So the end of what we call death, the end of someone's physical life is the beginning of their spirit coming back into spirit. But it's a cycle. They're gonna, you know, if they choose, they will come back into another body. But um, so that whole same thing with the Mayan calendar, that was an end of the era, which, and now we're slowly opening up to a new era. So yes, yeah. Yes. No, I agree. Amazing, and I'm so excited! I can't. I will get to meet you in person. Yes, I'm
1: really looking forward to it. That'll be wonderful. And oh, I, I, just, um, I appreciate you doing this, and I know that, um, you've been so busy, especially with Suzanne's workshop and everything. So thank you so much for doing this. No, this and, is, um, thank you. this is an extension and, of her uh, workshop. This is right here, an extension of Well, it's nice to be able to talk about. I'd love love to finish with this picture. I don't know if you've seen this before, but this is Morgan at the base camp of Mount Everest. So what I find very interesting is that so many of the kids that I see right before they transition have their arms up as though they have angel wings. He doesn't have his arms up because of the fact that he can't because he was already under the influence of altitude sickness. But um, usually when he would take these pictures, he did this on the Great Wall right before this as well. They were up like this. Um, this is this is the last picture he took, actually, which is the base. It's, it's a picture of Mount Everest with the Tibetan flags. But what I was going to say is that I think that kids already know before they ever cross over. I'm sure Kyle did obviously, but Morgan, before he left for China, we were packing and he said to me, mom, I don't think I'm coming back from China this time. And I said, Morgan, if you don't think you're coming back from China, you don't have to go. You've already got all the credits you need. Let's just have you stay at the university of Arizona next year. And he said, mom, I'll be okay, and he went, Mm -hmm. and he was okay. Yes. But you know it, Mm -hmm. and he is okay, Mm -hmm. and I I really believe in destiny. And he's told us through a psychic through Suzanne Wilson that if it hadn't happened in on Mount Everest, it would have happened on the I ten coming back and forth from his college to our Mm -hmm. to our home. Mm-hmm. i I think that there's a little wiggle room in yes, yes yes, yes in our soul plans, yes, but that they're going to happen no matter right. what so like, um
0: like I was saying so with, once, um like I was saying with December two thousand and eleven, it might have been you know doctors are telling me he wasn't going to make it, and maybe that was one of his times. Where he was gonna transition, but he saw I wasn't ready to do the work like the work that you're doing. You that you you're doing that work from the hug you got from within when he transitioned, and the work yeah. I'm doing came from me, the mean having that miracle. Having him for two and a half more years, and knowing when he did transition that he's fine, and it was his soul's yeah. plan so to for so I, I understand what you mean, so there was different t- ways, but there were there definitely their soul plan was to leave when they left, but they had different options of doing it, and so part of Kyle, one of Kyle's options might have been December 2011, but he said, okay, wait, she's not ready, okay, we have an agreement, and she's not holding up her end of the agreement, so <laughs> I have to wait a little bit longer, you know, so yeah, so
1: yeah. And that was wonderful for you, and it was yes. exactly the way it was supposed to be, so, yes. Yes. you know, I I truly believe that yeah, there is wiggle room, but no yeah. matter what happens, it's going to happen the way that it's supposed to, it so that we can move forward and do the things that we need to do. So, there, anyway. like you said,
0: there was no, there are no coincidences, there are no accidents, there are no accidents. Yes. Whether our, whether the ch- our child is one day old, two, how now, how, how old, Chelsea, Chelsea, your daughter? She was
1: two days old when days. she passed away. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: whether it's two days old and Morgan was how old
1: Mor- he was almost 21 he was 20 but he was going to be turning 21 in 21 days so he oh. was he was ready to be 21 and every time that he comes through to us he says he's 21 so I, I kind of feel like I have to say he's 21 <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, and for me, Kyle was twenty-nine, and I always, part of me, always wanted him to make it to his thirtieth birthday, but he didn't. Yeah. yeah, he was twenty-nine, so it was pretty much twenty-nine and a half. So,
1: but it. it well, everything. Morgan's going to be twenty-nine in um, on the twenty-third of November. And so, Kyle, how old will Kyle be?
0: Kyle will be thirty-four. 34. Wait. Let me make sure I said that right. Let's see. <laughs> He's been gone. Three, Kyle's been gone three years. Um, so he will be. He will be 34 this year. Yes. 34. 34
1: yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, um, I know that he'll be celebrating his birthday with Morgan. And now I now I love hearing these kinds of things because I know wow. that they're all going to celebrate together, which yes. is wonderful. Yes,
0: yes.
1: And this has been yeah. absolutely he wonderful. Just, he
0: just corrected me. He said 33, Mom. <laughs> oh. this year. <laughs> <laughs> he corrected me. He said 33 this year. And their birthday, right? Because Morgan's birthday is the 23rd and Kyle's day is the 24th, right after. So they'll se-
1: celebrate together. Yes. They're both Sagittarius, too. Yes. So they probably have the exact same personality. So, gentle giant fits Kyle as well, I'm sure, because that's exactly the way that they are. And I, I think it's wonderful. But it's so kind of you to have had me. Thank you Thank very, very much. Thank you. And I, I hope that we're going to be able to hug each other in April. We will. But maybe beforehand as well. We will We'll be able to physically hug in April. And I'm going
0: to, I want, you know what? I thought of this while you were talking and talking about all those wonderful guests. For March, I want us to do a show with some, of. I want us to do like a webinar, like I did with Suzanne at one time, where we have a few of those guests. Speakers and you. Oh, that would be wonderful! Yes, I yes. Thought it, I thought about that. Things, yeah. That I was like, okay. I know exactly what we'll do in March. So we'll do that early March. Well,
1: they can talk about all of the different topics that they have for the for the conference because all of them relate to healing and connection, and possibly for that meeting, if you are uh, in agreement. It would be wonderful to have Irene Buvelidis, who is our conference chair as well. Of so course. if that's okay, with you, that would be have, really wonderful.
0: I'd love to have the two, you, Irene, and a few of the speakers that can make it, you know, because it's going to be hard to coordinate. Time. Suzanne Geisman. I'm yeah, sure we'll be course. able to make it, yes. Of course, of course, of course. So this be- That me. would be
1: wonderful. And the other Suzanne that I haven't met yet, Wilson. Well, Suzanne Wilson, who is yes. amazing as well. There yes. there are so many, as I say, there, there are so many people who are going to be speaking who are just wonderful. And as I, I was saying, I was trying to tell you some of them, but all of them are listed on the conference page so that yes. people can go and, and check them out. They have bios on there as well but thank you. it's really wonderful to talk to you. Thank you so it's much. So wonderful.
0: It's so wonderful what you're doing. This is, it's so, thank you.
1: Wonderful. I feel the same way about you. And thank you, Kyle, for having thank your mom be you. such a great person and, <laughs> and being over her shoulder as we're doing this. <laughs> yes. And thank you, Morgan. Thank you, Morgan. and Chelsea. Yes. I know he's here too. Yes. Both of them are here, yes. but anyway, thank you. Have a wonderful day you and I'm you. sure I'll talk to you soon okay very soon, very soon. thanks okay bye-bye bye-bye let's see